This is Dad Mentality. I am Rodney Glover. I'm your host. So we're going to tell you a little bit about ourselves. So that's all. You, you'll definitely learn more about us as this uh, podcast goes on. I'm grateful that I'm excited about it. I'm excited about what we're getting ready to get into and what we're going to start. The thing is, I've been blessed with a lot of friends that have, that all are great men and dads. But I found that we don't talk to each other now. There is a difference between being a good man and being good at being a man. Something you look at me like, wow, but honestly, man, I would, I, I, I wouldn't change it. We experience, and those things, you know, ultimately make us who we are. That's that's what I believe. Like, Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Dad Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Rodney Glover, a.k.a. The Beast One. I'm happy that we're here for another week. Thank you for joining us again. Of course, I don't do this by myself. I got my boys here with me. I got my man, uh, Hunter Grand. You know, we started off in the sandbox. Now we're on a podcast. My man, Vance Robs, a.k.a. Coach. How you doing, Coach? What's going on? How y'all doing today? Man, good, good, good. And also this season, my boy has been joining us. And, you know, it's been a good time. We we used to call him the, the ice cold crypto guy, but now we're just going to call him Maddie. Maddie Ice, the ice cream man. You know, you can see him down <laughs> at his shop. Get your, get, your, get your ice cream, get your goods. How you doing, Matt? Man, I'm good, fellas. I'm good, man. Yeah, I got to check my Bitcoin and see if it went up yet. I know like two or three weeks ago that drink dropped. I got to check it out. But, uh. You know, I'm still doing Bitcoin Friday, but uh, I, I'm glad it's we got a got a guest this week. Oh, it is okay. Yeah, I got a get. We got a guest this week. It's my man, GT. You know, we've been playing. Uh, we knew each other since high school, but we've been playing video games and and, and stuff like that. GT, aka Baba Voss. What you how you doing, Baba Voss? Thank you for joining um, us today. I appreciate you guys having me on. Well, you know, I I appreciate you coming to join us. So we're gonna start off with um. <clears throat> What we do every week, which is our Twitch self-care check-in, just, you know, where we talk about our week, tell you how our week's been going, give, give it a scale of zero to 10. And from then, you just know if the self-care is very important. If you're not talking to somebody, you need to definitely talk to somebody, talk to your friends, talk to a doctor, because, you know, you definitely got to take care of yourself. So, Voss, we're going to let you see our guest today. We're going to go ahead and let you go first. Tell us how your week been, man, and uh, give us a score from zero to ten. All right. Um, I guess I'm at a ten. I had a birthday weekend. My birthday was on the 29th. Oh, shit. Happy oh, birthday, birthday, dog. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And uh, I always say it's a ten just because I got I got everyone I love in my life. I got my health. 
I haven't really had any tragedy ever happen, you know, so I'm blessed, man. Every day is a 10, man. You know what I mean? If I just wake up and can talk to my mom, my dad, you know, my brothers, my son, my wife, you know, just I take stuff we take for granted. You know what I mean? And uh, this weekend was great. We went to a um, couple's massage. First time I ever did that. That was awesome. It was great. And uh, we also went to a dinner. But it was it was wild. It was in Colombia. I don't know if you ever heard of this place called 1921 or 1821. But basically, it's a restaurant within a restaurant. And you walk in and they wait you and you go to another restaurant. And it was just a live band, jazz, great food, you know, a little bit, a little expensive, but, you know, worth it, you know, celebrate for your birthday. But, yeah, I'm at a 10, guys. Oh, man. Glad to hear that, brother. Definitely glad to hear that. All right. Um... Matt, you want to go ahead and tell us uh, how your week been, brother? Um, yeah, I'm, today I'm probably at about uh, six and a half, seven, man. This was a little under the weather today. wasn't feeling too good. Just been, I don't know, tired, like nothing really going on, but just trying to get myself motivated for the week and, you know, for some things I need to tackle. Um, so just um, on the uphill climb, but, you know, just mentally right now. So I'm going to say I'm about six and a half seven this week you know what i mean so but hey okay all right vance what about you dog um uh i'm probably at about well about an eight right now you know what I'm i had a pretty good week you know what i mean um work was work was pretty pretty good um thank goodness you know what i'm saying they actually signed the bill so that we could get paid um yeah. for, for 45 days at least um, so I'm not gonna miss a paycheck. You know what I'm saying? Or work without pay for a couple couple of weeks now. So that's that's pretty good. Um, all in all, I think I'm recovering from you know the procedure last week. So pretty well. Um, so everything's still working. Um, which is good. Got managed to get on my uh cycling today. Got on my bike today. So you know what I mean. Um. And you know what I'm saying? I managed to survive, you know what I'm saying, 22 miles a day. You know what I'm saying? On the first day back in six weeks. So, Thanks. you know what I mean? Um, and I actually felt pretty good. You know what I mean? I, I felt a whole lot better than what I thought I would. So, still not back to my normal self, but you know, the couple of weeks and I, I should be good, you know what I'm saying, health wise. How long do it take you to ride 22 miles? Right Today? Quick? Today yeah. it took me shoot, it took me probably about an hour and thirty minutes. You know what I mean? But on a on a on a good day, I probably could hit it in about an hour fifteen, hour sixteen. I could average probably about eighteen miles an hour. You on a okay. bike trail or you riding the street? Both. I nice. can do either one. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I'm in I'm in the full gear too as they always clown me. You know what I mean? You, know you got the speedos on? Michael Shores, Speedos. I'll be he better, had, he better yeah. had them padded joints on right Yeah, I got the padded joint on for sure. But <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people don't understand cycling. You know what I'm saying? They think it's oh, all it's real. Oh, no, nah, they serious. It's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, a little yeah, gang. It's like right. a little gang. You know what I mean? It is. Yeah, yeah, it's it like really a little gang. Is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and you will soon learn. If, once you get into the sport, you'll really learn that, hey, you don't want to wear them parachute clothes that y'all be wearing because it actually makes you work harder. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So makes sense. So yeah, I had a good week, man. What's up? Hey, well, I did like four hundred miles in about in about five hours. 
Yeah. That was uh for my yeah, trip for uh <laughs> for my anniversary. So you know, uh my anniversary came up through 23 years married. That's why you know I wanted to go last, fellas, because um, you know, I was before the last few weeks has been real low, man. After this weekend, my score, my scores at, at a good, I say a good nine point five. I can't say it's a ten because I still got some personal things I need to take care of, you know, my family, this, that, and other, but for those four days that we was gone, dog, it was off the chain, man. I uh, shout out to the people who went with me. My boy Marcus is uh the Gwen Factor was there. Y'all remember when we interviewed her, fans, and uh mm-hmm. she was there. Uh another boy of mine, uh Melvin was there. Melvin's been on the show, Marcus has been on the show, and his wife and his uh fiance Kiki, man. And um, uh, yo, we ate good. Party good. We had a jacuzzi and pool at the place we was at, and the beach was there. Now yeah, the weather could have been better. Uh, out of banks, out of banks, okay, North okay. Carolina. Yeah, man, them houses out there. It was, it was nice, and even for what you know, I, I got the house on a hookup. So yeah, that shit was well worth it, brother. And I mean, yo, we ate steaks, shrimp. I can't even eat shrimp. Yeah, shrimp and grits. I'm talking about man. It was so much food, yo. Last night we had jerk chicken, macaroni, cheese, fried cabbage. Man, that joint was bomb. So I, you know, I ate good. I party good, man. It was a great time, brother. My wife enjoyed herself. It was, you know, a good release to get everything uh off my off my you know all the weight that has been on my shoulder, you know. And just between us, dad mentality, fellas, I'm trying my best to stop drinking now. I'm done. I'm done, and I'm I'm not gonna say I'm a hundred percent on it, but. You know, I'm definitely going to, I put it this way, I took all my liquor with me there. So until I go to a liquor store, I ain't got no liquor to drink. So, you know, uh, that's kind of like my new thing. You know, I told y'all getting up in the morning and um, doing uh praying and just uh, taking time to meditate to get my mind right and, you know, playing out my day has been helping. And, uh, you know, I, I want to start depending more on God and less on alcohol. So. That's and. my that's my goal. Um, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna be perfect, but I'm damn sure gonna try my best. You know, because when I do go play poker, I'm going to drink. I'm sorry for that. I gotta play. I gotta drink by playing poker. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but other than that, I'm not gonna buy no liquor. So that's my goal. I'm not gonna buy no liquor. So if I don't buy none, I ain't got none here at the house. So <laughs> that's my that's my thing. And I you know I'm I'm putting it out there here. I haven't even told my wife because I don't want to, if I do drink for her to be looking at me disappointed. So <laughs> but it's just something I'm giving letting Dang. y'all fellas know to hold me accountable and shit like that. So somebody knows. So anyway, uh so you know, uh I've been wanting to set up this graduation conversation for a while because uh, you know, my oldest son, I, we knew he wasn't going to college. We knew he was going into the military. So it wasn't really that kind of pressure for me. And then it's your son. And then, uh, you know, but my daughter is getting ready to be a junior next year. And I'm getting a little nervous. You know, I know she's going to be Excel. She's in the um, dual enrollment program. She's growing. And now, you know, she's getting really into wanting to do the things like, you know, she goes out, hangs out with her friends, and that's cool, this, that, and other. But now I'm starting to think about prom. I'm starting to think about the fact that, you know, I got almost less than two years and she'll be gone. Like, I won't have, I won't be able to be there with her if something happens, you know, and it makes me nervous, man. And I was like, you know, I wanted to bring up the conversation because I'm sure I'm not the only father that gets nervous or has gotten nervous as they got into this, um, place so 
you know, I just want to, I know both you, Vance, and uh, GT, y'all y'all all have kids who are in college. GT, just his son, who's a great young man, uh, the athlete and a scholar, just went to college. And I want to know how y'all felt when that transition happened and even how y'all felt as your your kids are now becoming, you know, what pseudo-adults or whatever they think they're adults. So, my first my first question is going going junior senior year. Don't go well. Let's start here. Going junior senior year. How how was it selecting the school? What were the things that was in consideration for you and your your children as they selected this school? And I'm gonna go ahead and let go let Voss go first on this. Okay. All right. What's the time? You are gonna tell me when, right? No, so you look, go now. Go ahead. All right. All right. So um. Selecting the school. So it was whatever school he got a scholarship to. So those were his choices, basically, because I told him (laughs) I told him the whole time I wasn't saving no money for him for college. You know, I said, I'm spending it right now on you. I'm investing it in you right now. So the least you could do is, you know, pay for your school for free. Don't 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 go into debt. You know, I wouldn't let you do that. I'll give you a job. I used to tell him that all the time. I said uh, so that he did that. So. He went to a school where they wanted him as an athlete, but uh, since they're Division Three, they gave him a scholarship for academics because he was a great uh-huh. student as well. And I just had to come out of pocket like seventy five hundred bucks a year, so it's worth it. The school cost about sixty grand to go to, so he 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 did majority of the work. So I felt like if you really want to go here, you know, it's um it's your choice, you know, but uh. Yeah, that's that's basically it was that was the process. It was whatever. Oh. And he had some schools. He could have went to Maryland for free, but he wouldn't have been able to stay on campus. It would have cost a lot more to stay on campus. And he could have went to Towson. He could have did a lot of things. You know, um, Notre Dame of Maryland. I don't know if you ever heard of them. It's a small school. Uh-huh. It's bigger than he's go. He goes to Goucher. It's bigger than Goucher, but yeah. it was an all girls school. Man, they wanted him. We were getting dinners. I like it. It was crazy. It was crazy. We would get invited. We went to one dinner and it was a formal dinner. There were like maybe it was uh, 10, 10 tables. Each table had like three kids per table with their parents and one uh, spokesperson. Mm-hmm. What, what an experience. You know, that, did that, he, did he, he plays basketball. No, nah, he runs track. OK, yeah, so he runs track. And when I say my son. So when he was like. Man, when he was young, five years old, I tried to put him all the sports, and we just knew he just wasn't an athlete at the time. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. He, so we put him in arts. So he learned how to play piano. You know, he did, uh, you know, some instruments in the band. And then when he was around maybe 10, 11, I told him, I said, look, you know, you're, you're growing. We got to do something physical. We got to build your body up. It's, it's just for your, you know, for your own good as an adult, you know, to have some type of muscle as you grow, you know, because you're going to build it the easiest while you're young. So we chose wrestling, loved it, did wrestling. And then from there, he he, he got bored with wrestling. And then he, he just did track and was good at it. Okay. You know what I mean? It was a natural thing. He was fast. Got him, you know, got him going. So, hey, got you know, I just told my son, you know. Didn't, that's, he, uh, didn't he, he break a couple state champions? Uh, straight or not state well, records he, or some shit? Well, he, he's got a couple school, school, records. school records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so for, for, for him to run his first year. And break school records and you know make the papers and all that stuff he's definitely uh yeah i told him that's a big accomplishment you know so yeah, no doubt you know and for him not to know that he even played football man he don't even 
He don't even know what the positions are. He just wanted to play because <laughs> his friends were. He made the team because he was an athlete. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, talk about somebody who never played Madden, doesn't watch football with me, don't know anything. I'm telling you. And he uh-huh. played and he played it. it. It was a great experience. And, you know, now – since he's been in college, he says that I'm watching football now. I said, "All right, now you want to watch football with your friends?" Yeah, <laughs> you'll get it's that. All good. Time. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. no doubt. All right, what about yeah. you, Vince? Um, well, yeah, hey, just to tag on Weston, my nephew went to this, the the school of Notre Dame, so I understand how awesome that dinner is. Um, because yeah. they were doing him for basketball. I think last year was like their, their the whole. They were trying to get a bunch of boy teams there, I think it was. It was something wild that was going on up there. So that school that school was an all-girls school. Yep. And basically, it just changed to co-ed. Exactly. So, and they so were trying that, to get the athletes. A big, big reason my son goes to me, I don't want to go here because they don't have a track team right now. I don't want to be here trying to be developing a track team for them. I'm actually trying to get better to go to another college. Yeah. To, to do something, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my uh, my nephew was from the exact same way. He ended up going to Robert Morris. Um, nice. but he 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 they were trying to get him there really bad. So, um, but to answer the question, I mean, I think um, I I, I am of the same nature. Like I I told a lot of my kids early that despite maybe saving money for college, I'm not paying for college. Um. And because I'm a firm believer that, you know what I mean, I invest for 18 years into my kids. You know what I mean? And when they get to the college level, the process of them looking for school, them finding a school and everything, although I'm here to help, I'm only here to guide. So I'm not here to make the choice for you. You know why? Because this guy does not have to wake up at that college for four years, right? They do. So they got to be comfortable with whatever choice that they make um, to 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 the school that they want, the school of choice that they want. Now, I'll give them all the knowledge that I have about, hey, you need to look into this department if this is going to be your major. You need to look into this in the school if this is going to be what you're looking for, if they're accredited, if they have the actual program. Does the program line up to this? And then back to um, – what he said is that financially does it does it fit? You know what I mean? Because if you don't, you're gonna have to go out and apply for grants. You're gonna have to go out and apply for scholarships. You're gonna have to go out and apply for everything. And my oldest um, is, you know what I mean? Now she she ended up choosing Maryland Eastern Shore. She ended up going on a full ride academically. She was a all met basketball player, so she's really good all county. Basketball player. She's really good at basketball. She decided not even to go for basketball. She ended up going to a, a school that wasn't even recruiting her. Uh, but she went on an academic scholarship, and it was fully paid for. And that's because of her hustle. Now, when we get in deeper into this conversation, you'll soon learn that kids don't go away just because they leave, But um, especially not financially. But that is my whole process was, hey, Here's the list of schools. What do you think you want to do? I'm not saying you got to make the decision on what you want to do at 18 um, because you probably don't know what you want to do, even though you may think it. Um, But you know what I'm saying? It's on you to make that investment. And the reason why I say they got to pay for it, because if they don't have any skin in the game in this thing, they'll end up wasting your money. Yeah. 
they'll end up Definitely. wasting money. And, and that's just what it is. Uh, it's a harsh reality. Like, kids kids at that age, I'm a big proponent of once you graduate high school, like, at that point, you know how kids are. They already want to be adults when they're juniors and seniors in high school. You know what I mean? But they don't want any responsibility. When 18 hits, you're at least going to get some responsibility. And that, that's just my thought process when it comes to school. All right. What about you, Matt? Well, my daughter, when she was looking, she was – first she kind of wanted to go away, but then she got to the point where she was looking at local schools, looking at uh, um, Towson, Merlin Eastern Shore, um, Bowie, and she graduated right in um, 2020, so it was in the middle of the, the pandemic. So, mm-hmm. you know, that process was a little bit different Um at that point you know what i mean so she actually took a year off before she decided where she was going so she didn't go straight out um but she did um end up applying for some scholarships and grants and was able to get some money um through there to help pay for it because we you know chipped in some things and then other side some financial aid loans and stuff like that but she actually um you know goes to Bowie state university now um so um she doesn't stay on campus because you know, we live in Upper Marlboro, so it's about 15 minutes, you know, straight down, straight down the road. And she, you know, drives to school every morning. Um, But it was kind of. Rodney represent. Bowie yeah. State. Oh, yeah. Whatever she wanted to, uh, you know, it was kind of her choice. Um, She wanted to go that she could major. She um was thinking about going to PG the first year. But um I don't know. She just decided, you know, not to go to PG. She ended up wanting to go to Bowie, you know what I mean? Um, she was just saying too many people was going to be at PG as far as like be like a high school or something so like that. Yeah. yeah, so she was like, she, you know, but I just wanted to make sure that was what she wanted to do because to me, I was like, you got to do something. College, I was, I didn't force college upon my kids. Like my son didn't um go to college. That was just something that he didn't, you know, want to do, you know what I mean? So uh-huh. I didn't force college upon my kids. It was, you know, it's like, again, I'm not going to force you to go to waste your money or my money. And then, you know, college isn't for everybody. I do believe in education, but, you know, college isn't for everybody. That wasn't my path. You know what I mean? I I didn't graduate from a college or go to college. went to PG for probably a semester. Then, you know, I was in the workforce, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Trade and started, you know, working and doing other things. But when it comes to your kids, I, I, I say, um, you know, Sometimes you know what you, what you, what your kids are are built for, so I definitely wouldn't force it upon them. Just help them make the right decision that you know that's for them. And then you know, unfortunately, sometimes it is financially based, you know, because everybody can't get either like a sports or you know academic scholarship. So that's that's going to play a part in maybe where they decide to go. Um, so yeah. I just say just be there and just kind of guide them and just make sure that they're know that they going to do something though you know what i mean yeah that's the key you're going you know you need to do something all right so my next question is uh going into graduation going into their graduation how were you nervous or how did you feel about prom you know class trips things like that what advice did you give your kid as they're getting ready to leave out on these you know, which I can't, you know, I feel are very um, important times and they're very good experience in your growth as you become an adult. But 
how nervous were you and did you give your kids any advice or what advice would you suggest for me to give my daughter when she goes? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, it's, it's go ahead, what man, I should go first. So, it's, it's, I mean, here's the thing, right? So, it's going to be tough no matter what, especially for a daughter. You know what I mean? Because, um, it's, it's got, you know what I'm saying? Your daughter, the fathers and daughters have different relationships and fathers and sons, right? So you you got all you, you really just got to instill and trust that the way you raise your child is for them to be responsible, for them to be aware, um, for them to make the right choices. And you slowly start developing them into allowing them to make some of the choices for themselves. Um, one real thing that I kind of harped on junior, senior year is I kind of started stepping back because, I mean, my daughter was 17 in her junior year, right? So, and I used to always tell her, hey, I can save you from everything, just about everything. And the law can save you from a lot of things as a minor. I said, but in a year, you on your own with the law. You might not be on your own with everything else in the world, but I can't save you from charges. I can't save you from the police locking you up. I can't save you from anything that is associated with the law. They're not going to say, you're not going to be able to tell somebody, oh, my daddy's going to get me out of this. You know what I mean? So you got to base your decisions on that, like because you're going to be 100% responsible for yourself at 18. Whether you're in high school or not, you're still going to be 100% responsible for yourself. So just kind of instilling some of that decision-making process, junior year, going into senior, be like, all right, does this make sense? Does that make sense? You know what I mean? And kind of walking her through, you know what I'm saying, those decisions. You know what I mean? You you can try to influence them as much as you want, um, but some children are rebellious. Some children will listen to you. Some children won't. You know what I mean? But all you can do is give them the best advice, like start working on a lot of things now that to allow them to start looking at some of what they think are tough decisions, but start allowing them to make some of those tough decisions. You know what I mean? Like, hey, if, if she wants to go on a school trip, she wants to save her money to to go on the school trip or does she want to go out and earn money to pay for the school trip? You know what I mean? Which way she want to go? You know what I mean? Allow her to make that decision. You know what I mean? Because she, you might be shocked that how she may change her decisions just based on some of the freedom she may have. So, that's just my advice. Alright. What about you, GT? What you think? Isn't it crazy? Wait, like, Isn't it crazy Like how old we are now? <laughs> like isn't that shit crazy bro like that shit fucks me up bro it fucks me up man. I hate that shit man I, I mean I don't mind getting old but I, I just be thinking about like god damn our kids look at us like we're fucking old <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I think I'm pretty I think I'm pretty hip like I, I listen to the music That's what you think. <laughs> I, was, I was singing a song called um Treat me like white tees, and my daughter just was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, looking at me all crazy. Um, you know, I'm about to go through the same thing with my daughter. You're a little ahead of me, so I'm probably gonna ask you more things when it comes up. But my daughter's 11. My son, 
my son leaving wasn't wasn't the issue. I've always prepared for him to leave. I've always told him that's the whole point. You know what I mean? Like this is the best years, really. I'm telling you. But I've pushed my kids to, and I've maybe it's wrong, but I've always told them like, yo, you got to make some money in this world. I said, um, I know people say, oh, you know, that's not the key to happiness. And I said, they're poor. If they're saying that, I promise you that. You know what I mean? Listen to me. You have to make some kind of money to to see what happiness you want. And you can't do nothing without money in this world. You know what I mean? It's just what we live in. So they've always had that in their head. The thing is with my son that I didn't teach. My daughter is great at saving money. My son is horrible at money management. And I'm, I fucked up with that. You know what I'm saying? So right now I'm at a point where I give him money. And I don't want him to stress about money in college. But I also tell him, like, yo, you got to learn how to save your money. Because even when you're making a lot of money and you're spending it, you're going to be poor. You know, it doesn't matter uh -huh. if you, how much money you make. It's really about how much you keep. Perfect. But my son, I'll tell you what I wasn't prepared for is when he actually left to go to college and we came, you know, back to the house and, uh, yeah, he wasn't in his room. Yeah. That joint hit, that joint hit a little different. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I was like, damn, that's crazy. You know what I mean? He might be the last time, you know, I hope it is, but you know, I always told my wife, I said, um, there's different levels of parenting. Like you were saying, you go through this phase. We're going to be parents. As long as we're alive, we're going to be involved in their lives. Regardless, you know, they're going to need us, you know, financially or, you know, just advice, you know, just, uh -huh. just, just to be there. You know, they have a kid or something. Guess what? You know, mama, um, you know, mama bear want to be there to help out, you know. And uh, uh -huh. I'll tell you another thing that hasn't came up yet is our kids. Let's say once they're they left the nest and they want to move out. Are you going to follow them or are you going to stay right where you're at? You know, that's that's like, you know, something to think about. You know, I never thought about it. But me and my wife been talking like, yo, what if our son moves here? What are we going to do? You know, we're probably going to move close to him to be close to him. Really? So, yeah, man. Like, dude, I'm so. Uh, who's, my, my thing is. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, no, <laughs> no say, good luck with that. I'm listening. not moving no goddamn way. Yeah, well, you know, I feel like I feel like I feel like who's gonna like my I've had my father and my mother all my life, even though they're not together, and I I still feel like I learn from them. Like they're still yeah. they're still showing me the way. And I, I got friends that don't have their parents, that have parents that will never see their parents because they moved away, they live in Florida, they live in Carolina, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I feel and I feel like man, I because look, I live on a street where my, my uncle's literally two houses down, my cousin's two houses down, my brothers got condos right next to each other. They're literally 10 minutes from they, my father's house. I just feel like I got to be close to my family. Yeah. You know I mean? Who's going to teach them, you know, the traditions, the Greek traditions, the Korean traditions, so on and so forth, if they if we're not there? Mm -hmm. Show the little ones from. Yeah, but if they move, then you're going to move away from all your family. It ain't like all your family going to move. No, 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 no. But initially, you know, you got your family. You know what I mean? You got whoever's in your nest. That's that's where and then everything branches off. I love my brothers mm -hmm. to death and I want to be there for their kids, you know, but I've only I only got one brother and I got a cousin. But out of all three of them, only one's got a kid. Right. And they pushing it. They like 35, 36. I'm like, what y'all going to be 40, 50 having kids? <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. All right. Uh, what about you, Matt? So, uh, what advice would you give somebody when they, when you had to deal with the well, about prom? Well, with my prom son and what you call it, everything. 
Yeah, but my son, when he was going, um, graduating, going to the prom, it was a little bit, you know, nervous, just, you know, they going out that, you know, they was already kind of hanging out, but my kids was never the ones, like, running the streets, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not in our house, so, you know what I mean? They wasn't running the streets, so that, you know, but we had family, you know what I mean? They had a, sh- you know, chauffeur drove them down. They got picked up. You know, they went to a little party afterwards. Of course, you were a little nervous until they come in the house. I'm the same way to this day. Like, um, I can't sleep well. You know what I mean? Now that they older, sometimes they stay out a little bit later. You know what I mean? So I I'm still can't really fully go to sleep until I hear them come through the door at nighttime. You know what I'm saying? Really? So it's like, yeah, nah, especially with wow. my daughter. Like I was telling you the, the other night when we were yeah. there, she was went to out, they went out to a little dinner party in DC. Um, he called me two in the morning, they got a flat tire. So that's stuff like that, where that's why I can't because I don't want to, uh-huh. you know what I mean? You wake up in the morning, you got missed calls, you like, and they not and they not home, then you be feeling, you know, feeling wild or something. So you know what I mean? So it's kind of that thing. But my daughter, when she was going to prom, again, she didn't even have prom, it was COVID that year, so they didn't yeah. even have mm. a graduation. They yeah. didn't even walk across the stage, so that was, um, and I'm, I'm you know, mad that, that she, yeah, that she had to miss miss out on that experience. You know what I mean? Um, not to be able to have a prom. We did like a little prom send off. Still got her address, and you know, people they came to the house. We still uh-huh. did something like that, and end up doing like a photo shoot, you know, so she could still have somewhat of the experience, but, um. Yeah, it's different, man. Like my kids, you know, still under my roof. So um I can see how it would be different, like not hearing them in the house once they do, you know, eventually move out. But um kind of not forcing my kids out. I know we used to grow up like as soon as your child was 18, like you push them out in the street, even if they wasn't ready, you know what I mean? Like now you got to go, you know what I mean? It's still parents and people like that, but um Right here, Americans. <laughs> you look at yeah. you know, that's Americans. Yeah, yeah Americans like, do that. You, 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 you're not looking at one that pushes them out, but I do believe <clears throat> that the the level of like college, I would say, you know, what I'm saying once they move, once they go to college, like I, I really believe that 18 to 25 is one of the most critical areas of teaching responsibility. Mm-hmm. in life in general because let, let's be honest all of us were and i can speak for rodney for sure were knuckleheads between those ages and made some critical mistakes between those ages and had to learn from those mistakes right and i think that's the age where experience um where experience in the world and truly understanding what the world is really about is critical and as a parent you can be there to guide them um but i mean i'm going we're going through some things with our oldest where like we're showing you that a that drake concert ain't as important as food for the next three weeks you know what i mean and although i i want you to go see drake but i'm not going to give you food money now when you spend your money on drake right so it's <laughs> those type of lessons that are critical of nature right exactly it's about the responsibility you gotta be like yo instead of drake you gotta go to a soldier boy concert (laughs) exactly (laughs) like yeah yeah you gotta stuff you gotta cheap stuff and hope and hope he gets the parents there right you know what i mean 
but no, it's because it, my parents um, had the means to support me. But Rodney will tell you, my father's pretty hard-nosed. He's not going to give up no bread unless you got a budget or unless you got a plan for the bread that he gives up. You know what I mean? So it's, it, it's I am one of those fathers, Matt, to say, yo, it's time to roll out at 18 because that's what was done. To, you know what I mean? Kind of done to me. You know what I'm saying? My parents told me not to come home unless it was Thanksgiving or Christmas, bro. <laughs> like, and that, that is literally... And, and, and you, know, that, you know, in the Korean household, the males do not leave the nest until they marry. Really? Absolutely. So that's wow. cultural. That That's really interesting. Yeah. You know, they stay with the mom and the father. And they help around the house. Of course, they're responsible. But until... They can be millionaires. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. They still would live with their parents 100% because there's no reason for them to go elsewhere because if they're going to whore, they'll go to a hotel. They're not going to Yeah, I got home. you. Yeah, but I'm saying some of those traditions and stuff like, man, it, it makes sense. I do see a lot of other cultures that have traditions. I don't know, but sometimes in our community, like, you know, <laughs> we like it's, we don't really have a true culture or tradition but like they, they try to call out culture hip-hop like you know what i mean yeah. like, you know what i mean like for real for real so it's like i do believe we need to like start setting those standards a little bit more that's why i wouldn't force my kids out until they're ready you know what i mean like yeah I'm um, with you. and when i was um my kids age i had already had kids I, you know what i mean i had my first son me and my wife i was what eight eighteen when he was mm -hmm. born um 99 yeah i was 18 then by the time my daughter was born i was turning 21 22 because they three years apart gotcha so both of my kids you know they they doing well man they don't not getting in any trouble they haven't made me a grandfather yet so hey they they you know i'm they yeah until they ready um yeah they can that's when it, that's when it's time to go yeah yeah, I, I think uh, part I think part of that has to do with the kid. Go ahead, Rob. No, no, I was wait. I th I was gonna thought it'd be a good point to say. Okay, so at what time are you gonna change their room into something? And do you already have plans? Anybody got plans and know what they're gonna change their room room into something? Or are you keeping it <laughs> for them? No, when no matter what, when they come back, if they decide to come back, I always probably yeah. They I, that room probably stay there room because um. Unless my wife switch it and want a bigger room for a craft room or something, we already got you know extra bedroom upstairs. Um, so unless she want to switch that, already got an office downstairs. So that room probably stay that room for real, for real. Wow. Yeah, like I don't, look, I don't know what I put in there. Like I don't need no game room or nothing. You know, <laughs> like so. Like yeah. Well, my kids. Right. Are, so I got kids. I got four, and I only got a four bedroom house. So. When my oldest left, you know what I mean? We still are holding her room because she's in college. Um, so I got two. My two younger ones are doubling up right now. but they, And they're 10 and 7. And the 10-year-old is really starting to separate herself from the 7-year-old, of course. You know what I mean? It's, it's, the 10-year-old's a, a little bit more mature. Um, but my oldest still has her room. And part of that has to do, my wife and I do believe that we still want her to feel like it's home because she hasn't gone out and bought her own place. Mm -hmm. She hasn't gone out and done all that stuff. Um, but we have been thinking because my, my oldest is, she's a junior in college. So 
Um, and she's in, she's up in New York now at FIT um, for her junior year. And like, bruh, entire 2023, although she's been home, she hasn't been home. She's probably slept in her bed eight times this year. So to have a kid that's doubled up with a with a younger kid and to have an older kid that, yes, she has a room, but no, she doesn't utilize. And that's even for the summer. She came on for a week during the summer. or she came on for a week before her internship, two weeks, actually. And she literally was here three days the entire time. Yeah. You know I what I mean? So it's kind I of definitely like, can see that, though. Like, eventually, it's like, all right, those kids, like, yeah, need a separate room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's gonna be yeah. Either that, or you you gonna have to upgrade the path of the oh, house. Right, I had to get a bigger house with five bedrooms. Right, so like, yeah. So it's it's tough. Now I do got one that is a year older than Rodney's daughter that is a senior now, and he's making the choice between culinary school and air traffic controller, which I think he's gonna probably lean towards air traffic controller, and if he does. He'll be in Oklahoma in less than a year or two. So then it will have two extra rooms. So what my wife ain't going to let that boy's room go nowhere. I can tell you that now. Because it's her only son. She ain't going she, she gonna to want to see every memory of this, this boy. So I doubt it if she allows that room. So it's going to answer your question. That's a tough situation, Rodney. Um, yeah, once they get their own house, though, like when I say that, I was oh, saying, like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's 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 if they that's were to get deal. their own house, then you guys, yeah, you guys in your forever homes? No, nah, nah. I am not okay. Yeah, matter of fact, my wife is still working me on that one. I, I wanted to be our forever home because okay. the way I see it is two gonna be gone in two years, and all of a sudden, we about to buy this big old house for what for kids to move back in? Nah, slam, <laughs> like. Keep it completely uncomfortable for them when they come home. Like, what was you know the question, Rodney? Yeah, I'm not sure. My father. Uh, are you Are you going to change this room? Do you have plans to change this room? Or so I, I, I did. Or... I, I initially had plans, and I'm probably not just on the fact that I want him to know that he always got a place to come to and lay down. Mm-hmm. So if I do that, that probably make him feel some kind of way. Like if I really flipped out his room or something, because I always said. We were going to do something because this room right next to ours. So we was going to be like, oh, yeah, that's the bathroom now. Master bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not. You know, and he's been back a few times and he's seen his room still intact and everything like that. But he took everything, man. Yeah. He just got his bed and, you know, got. Yeah, that's it, that, bro. I'm in my daughter's room right now to enjoy this bed and walls. And that's all that, it. Took all that <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. Right, a little something to change it up real quick, but all right. So now, now that you're there, your kids are gone, and uh, your kids not, are not gone, but all your kids are in school. Is there anything that you would go back and tell yourself to do different, or you wish you did different now that you're looking at them out there, or whatever the case may be? Is there anything that you would go back and tell yourself that to do different? Just spend more time. That's all. Okay. That's it. Just spend more time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say the same thing, especially um when my with my son when he was younger. Like I said, I was eighteen uh, when he was born. You know, I mean, so I was still trying to learn how to be a a, a, a parent at that time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So um now that I'm 
older and I look back on that, if I was to, you know, have a child later in life after I started learning some things, I definitely probably would have did some things, you know, differently. You know what I mean? Definitely. Been, okay. I, was, I was very impatient um, early on. You know what I mean? So I'm a lot more patient. Yeah. Be more ready. Like, yeah. I, like I got my daughter. I'm definitely way more prepared for my daughter than I was for my son. Yes. So it was just, you know, I'm like, it's just levels to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. I tell my kids, you got a short amount of time to really figure it out, you know. Yes, it you do. It, it, it's like, you know, good two, three years at a young age. It doesn't mean you're not going to figure it out. It just means you want to figure it out young so you can enjoy it while you're young. Yeah. You know, I, that's the one thing I wish my father taught me. I was like, man, you should have taught me how to make money young. Yes. You know, that's that's number one. My father helped me. My, my father's great. And nothing, nothing negative to say about it. But every parent ain't perfect. You know that. You grow yeah, up to, to learn that shit. <laughs> and uh yeah man i just tell my son yo you make some money just imagine you can travel at 21 going mm -hmm. to greece going to you know korea doing anything you know other than being with your boys <laughs> right going to the club or you know what I'm saying? like that, that that's one thing i'm trying to tell my daughter right now like hey what you don't understand is, is if you stack and get it straight by like 24 25 life is going to be completely different than the way we grew up. You know what I mean? And trust me, the the Drake concert is nothing compared to going to Greece or going to Paris or going overseas or going on vacations. You know what I mean? And, and seeing the world itself. And you know yeah. what I'm saying? Just a, that small couple years of sacrifice. I wish I would have learned the sacrifice earlier than what than now you know what i mean um and just as far as my kids are concerned i probably i enjoy i actually enjoyed the oldest and watching her grow through this phase of her life right now it's a little bit more frustrating because you know what i'm saying they're a little bit more articulate they can tell you how they feel why they don't feel supported on certain things and blah, blah, blah. But I also see the maturity level going to a completely different level. And now the conversations are completely different with the with the oldest. And it's starting to happen with the boy as well. You know what I mean? Him working, showing him how, how to do certain things at this, at, at this transition phase of his life. Um, but I'm better equipped because I already made the mistakes with the first one. So mm -hmm. that second one. So hopefully by the time this ten and seven year old come through, I should be a pro at this. But I, but the, the seven year old will be a little shaky, dog. Like yeah. I, I, I think she go <laughs> for some odd reason, bro. I just gotta I got a weird feeling she gonna be the one of the you know, toughest. You know what though? When that comes around, you're gonna be a different person. Yeah, and that's yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. I probably won't even care. Like I literally probably will give her everything a different she person. wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. going back to that. Like, that's another reason why I'm not forcing my kids out, like going back to that. I just want them like teaching them about the money side of it, man. Like, I want my daughter and son to actually instead of jumping out and getting an apartment, I want their first just go ahead and buy a house. So yes. I've been trying to talk to my daughter about um like and my son, let your first thing be a four-unit apartment because you can to get a uh first-time home buyers loan. And you can buy a four unit and then, you know, what I mean, you can live in one, rent the other three out 
and just you ain't got to stay there forever. But then after that, now you got a rental property and let your next home be, you know, what I mean, a house or move out. Like just trying mm -hmm. to teach them some strategies that I wish I knew when, um, you know, what I mean, when I was growing up. Uh, yeah, that, know, right, right now, that is tough. Yeah, right yeah. now, that is tough because there's too many buyers. Yeah, I'm mean, of course. I don't know where these people are getting this money from. But I'm, I've, I've been trying to buy stuff for the last two years and just crazy. Yeah, it just yeah. depends on where you buying, especially in our area. Our area is difficult. The only place that, yeah, in yeah. this only place is is in Baltimore where you can find four units. But she's like, I ain't moving to Baltimore. I'll be like, well, you ain't got to technically yeah. move there or live there. You know, uh, you, don't, I mean? you don't want to be in the city. You don't want yeah. to be in Baltimore. No, 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 not for the lid oh. there. But I got, but, I got a couple. You just said four bedroom, <laughs> live in the joint. Nah, but it's hey, live in is what you gotta technically just put, do. Just to put, get just put down. Okay, okay. Yeah, you. on paper, paper you could say she's you living still, You there. still have to go there and collect rent. Yeah, nah, that you do. You get property management. You know what I mean? You can. Yeah, property uh, management, you know, being yeah, like, my, my mom don't believe it. That shit. Yeah. <laughs> nor, nor do I. It's too yeah. much to pay out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying, depend on get the, get the like I'm saying, it depend on. Absolute, I ain't want, absolutely. I don't want more than absolutely. They try and get twelve and ten percent. That's Brother, that, that, is, like that is that is the best business because the business yeah. works on its own. You know, on its own, yeah. makes makes yeah. money for you. And, and and you know the thing about it is, and it's. It just to go back to your question, Rodney, about like what are you teaching them now? Like, uh, and to Matt's point, when me and my wife bought our rental property in Baltimore, they were there through the whole process. My two oldest, my two youngest weren't, but the two oldest saw they they saw the house. They looked at the house. We took them up there. We showed them what the math looks like. For the rental property we showed them what the math looks like mm -hmm. for how much we put out and so forth and that really changed their perspective it kind of was like oh that's how this works yes that's how this works right that's that's how the world works um so i mean so much so, now my daughter she hasn't really taken a hundred percent heed to it but she's asked me uh, uh, once or twice why don't you buy a rental property down by eastern shore and then I just get a couple roommates, you know what I mean? And so, but at least the the thinking is there at this point, right? And that's that's really what you want to, you know, what I'm saying, start tailoring to. So, like Rodney, to answer the question you just did and the previous question, start showing them the business aspect of Rodney and how that works. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Good idea. Idea. I don't know if I'm patient enough with it yet. But, you don't have, yeah, you have to be. <laughs> and nobody said nobody said you had to get to down to the nitty-gritty or actually use exact financials or whatever. But some of the smaller stuff, like when you go purchase, when you went to go purchase that car, that pickup truck, take her with her with you. Let her understand mm -hmm. what that took. Gotcha. Okay. You follow me? Yeah, yeah, yeah agreed. I, I did that, that definitely with our kids and, you know, them being able to see, you know, my mother used to own, you know, restaurant and had a, you know, a catering business. And then now seeing me, you know, I mean, with the ice cream truck in the store. So they, you know, they they with me doing that, you know, what I mean, they 
open the store up for me on days I can't be in there. They close for me. So they take part in it. So they understanding the business side. So I think they, um, like my daughter, she wants to own her own um, business. She's going for early childhood development. So she wants to like either one day own her own like type school, like one of those Montessori charter type schools or mm -hmm. be a director or have a couple of uh, daycares. You know what I mean? So that's, that's her her path. So she wants to be an owner. Kids are good money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People people, people are always having babies. Yep. But anyway, uh, let's uh so uh final question now, you know, just to end on a good note during this conversation. What are you most proud of in the journey from high school to adulthood? What are you most proud of about your child, about yourself, the things you something you did together, anything? Mm. What about that journey are you most proud of? I would say most I'm most proud of uh the journey of us me me growing along with my kids. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um I became like once I hit 30, man, I you know what I mean I was was going through a transition period in my life. So I was able to spend a lot more time with them, you know what I mean? Like was able to drop them off and drive them to school every day, you know what I mean? I was able to pick them up, you know what I mean? And different things like that. And I kind of um, built the bond between my kids and, you know, with my daughter that we have today. Um, so I, that's what I say I'm the most proud of. I, I don't think, I'm not saying we still had a good relationship, but um, if I was throughout their middle school in high school years, if I didn't have the freedom to be able to drop them off and pick them up and do those type of things, I'm not sure we may have had forged the same type of bond. So I would say that's the what I'm, you know, looking back. I think that played a a, a big a big part in it. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the one thing that I'm proud of is that for what it's worth, like for all the turmoil and stuff that I think our oldest went through in high school she her maturity level is well above her age like she knows how to address her situations address them professionally um she knows the true right from wrong i'm not saying she won't mess up i'm not saying she doesn't you know what i'm saying revert back to um wanting to be a child and be supported you know what I'm as a child um but she definitely knows how to handle her business. So, and that is what makes me proud because she doesn't come to us for that type stuff, right? Like if she has to address a professor, if she has to address a coworker, she knows how to handle her business as an adult so much so that the adults have to respect her, you know what I mean? To a certain level. And it's kind of like it, it makes you proud. Like, hey, I went to go talk to the dean of this college because I needed more money. I remember she she had written a letter to it to to her dean about scholarships in the school, and and, and you guys are getting a kick out of this. Is the school was shorting her roughly about three grand, and she wrote this three page letter about how. Her high school GPA was a 3.9 and the average student at the school only averaged a 2.8. So why would you allow her to walk away from their school being such a smart student? You know I mean? wow. And just having that maturity level to go out and do it on her own and not come to me for that. 
You know what I mean? Or not have me fight for that. She fought for herself. And and that's the number one thing that, you know what I'm saying, I'm proud of of her. You know what I mean? Because I know beyond a shadow of a, a doubt, like everything that she's gotten, she's walked in that office or walked in that meeting, you know what I'm saying, with high expectations and letting everybody know where her expectations were. And that's going to carry her a long way in life. So. All right. Definitely. That's what's up. Uh, what about you, Voss? Um, so the question is, is, is what are you proud of as a parent, or what are you proud what are you of? Proud, what are you proud of? Most proud of doing the journey, like the journey between you getting your son through high school into college. Um, like, what are you most proud of? And it doesn't have to be what you. What are you most proud of that he did? What are you most proud of that y'all did together? It can be anything. So I like. I, I'm proud of the fact that I'm. I'm just raising. So far, just some great kids. And uh, I just, uh, I feel like my kids are what my parents wanted me to be. You understand what I'm saying? And, uh, we do, trust me. And, um, and it's, uh, I think my, my parents are shocked that my fucking kids are so great. And it gives me a little clout over my dad. You know what I mean? Especially just me being with my wife for so long and we're still together and it's so hard to be married and, 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 and together. It's just hard to be with somebody for so long, you know, and, um, and we just made it work, man. And, uh, you know, I wasn't the parent that was home all the time. I worked all the time and my wife stayed home all the time and we just did it that way. You know, my wife never worked. I paid all the bills, but my kids always had, you know, her there for her, you know, if they needed something from school, a ride, food, blah, 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 they were spoiled. You know, they definitely spoiled rotten. But, yeah, that that's definitely what I'm most proud of is yeah, I look at my kids and it makes me feel good. You know, they make me feel like, yeah, this is great. This paid this paid out really good. You know, I'm, you know, as a parent, <laughs> this is this is working out because I know it can go south for for a lot of other parents. And I wasn't the best kid. Me and my brothers, we were we, we made it rough for our, our parents. So for me to have it like this, I'm I'm blessed. What about you, Matt? Um, but for the path in the college, it's the same thing about my kids, man. Like I'm just happy my kids um always, you know, try their best to make make me proud, man. You know what I mean? Like they very respectful anytime we go anywhere, you know, people meet my kids, different things. They always uh I would say um represent me and my wife um good you know what i mean it, it definitely feels good <laughs> you know what i mean to, to 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 do that i would love my kids either way but it definitely feels good when you feel like you get uh compliments on how you raised your kids so um mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i feel like i did a halfway you know decent job <laughs> okay all right, fellas. Well, I think we're going to end the day. We're going to uh, go on to our after conversation. You know, I appreciate y'all talking. You definitely gave me some things to think about uh, with my daughter as we journey on, as we continue to go on this journey uh, into college. And, you know, I'm excited about where she's going to go. I think I'm going to try to spend a little bit more time, like y'all said, educating her and getting her ready to make adult decisions and be prepared. You know what I'm saying? So, that's one of the things I definitely got out of it. But uh, to go into our after, our after, I think I think just just because the daughter things, 
I just feel like I just tell my daughter all the time just how self-worth, you know, just wanted you her to know how valuable you are, you know what I mean? And I guess, I guess for parents, you know, I, you know, I think um, you show them what love is real, you know, really like what love feels like this and that, and they got an example and they can mm-hmm. use that example when they go outside of the house to compare like, all right, this don't feel like love. Like I know what love yeah. feels like. So yeah, yeah. We yes, talking indeed. about that on another episode about that. This, mm-hmm. That your daughter's giving them that value. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to tell them, like, hey, you know. Them growing up in a two-parent household and just seeing how love really supposed to be, that plays amazing. My daughter's 11, and I want to talk to her, like, yo, you just (laughs) got to, don't let these dudes fool you. (laughs) Just know, you know, you good. Like, yo, don't let them get you. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what's crazy? It's the opposite, too, for for your son. You be like, don't let these these, these little youngins get you. You know what I'm saying? No reason. It's crazy. It's crazy. But, you know comes down to parenting, man. That's all, man. Some kids just ain't got nobody, man. Yeah. That's fine. Agreed. All right. Well, to switch up topics, we're going to go into our uh, after-topic conversation. So, recently, uh, Meek Mills was on a podcast, and he discussed the Drake and Meek Mills beef. And he now says that he considers Drake a best friend. That they they talk about music together, they share music with each other. They, you know, he feels like he can call Drake and tell him if something's garbage, and the same vice versa. And you know, they even they even make sure that they they share who they who's who's been with whoever, so that they don't mix and match when they when they dating <laughs> girls or whatever. So, I and I, you know, the topic came up, and I was like, wow, okay. So the topic to you guys I want to discuss, and, you know, during this time, we can jump in however you want. Whoever wants to go first, say what you got to say. But I'll go ahead and start because y'all been talking earlier. You know, have you ever had an enemy that you forgave and that person is now, now you consider that person a friend? So when it comes, when it comes, when I sat there and thought about it, I tried to think hard too, brother, and my answer is no. (laughs) I don't have anyone that I can think of that I considered them an enemy and A, we ever became friends or now, even as I got older, do I still have the desire to be friends? And I'm like, no. So, you know, whether it's a real thing or whether that beef was even real when it first started, I just wanted to see if any of you guys ever had a a person that you considered an enemy and y'all hashed it out or worked it out and Y'all became friends. I just want to say Drake and Meek Mills are not best, are not best friends. That's that's all all cap right there. Yes, just, it is. I'm just telling you what yeah. Meek said, man. And the, and the and the beef and the beef from the start, yeah, like man, that's, like that's, that's all that's all cap, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I they probably I, called you. They, they ain't best friends, but they probably called you. They they ain't they. They have him, one, they, they talking they, every day now. They, they, they've Go done a song. They've done yep. a song together sure they since are. then. They've yeah. done that's a song. Money. The yeah, song they, is money. That's what I mean. But if you really was beefing with somebody, you wouldn't have never did no song with them. So, of course, you know, you you, you squash it over money. I mean, oh, you know what I mean? Like Rick Ross and Jeezy used to beef, but, you know, they, they say they cool now. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's I think it's a level of, you know what I'm saying, like, reconciliation is available for any relationship right you know what i'm saying but it doesn't know about that wait a second i got one relationship that ain't reconcilable yeah i mean 
I mean, it, here's the thing, right? So, but it, 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 it's it's possible. You know what I'm saying? With every relationship, as long as both parties are willing to reconcile, right? Um, but to be best friends, I think um, who, who said it best? Like, I'm not. I'm. I can always forgive, but it don't mean you got to eat at the same table I eat at. Right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that that's just what it is. You know what I mean? So if we was beefing before, if you know what I'm saying, I consider you my enemy. You know what I'm saying? We could reconcile. We can let bygones be bygones, but it still don't mean that we're going to sit down and break bread and eat together. You know what I'm saying? Do you have because, a person? Huh? Do you have a person that you reconcile? I'm not bygones. See, there's a difference between bygones be bygones and reconcile. Like, Reconciling is just, you know what I'm saying, coming to a cordial agreement. Uh, so I have you been have you been friends with somebody, beefed, and then became friends again and been closer than you ever was before the beef? No. <laughs> exactly. No. That's, that's kind of uh, like, it's, yo, it's, that's, it's, that's, it's, it's just it, it's not that because at that point trust is broken. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, you look at somebody differently. It just changes yeah. your whole point of view. Your perspective. Yeah, exactly. And it yeah. depends on it depends on you know what the beef was over. Like you know what I mean? It, it, it don't matter. Look, we just we could just nah, use big, it, we could use Biggie's song as context. So that nah, just takes care a, of all that right there. Yeah, anything in that song. It's not the same. It's not. It's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I had, I, I've had friends, you know what I'm saying, betray my trust, but we've never gotten to the point. I, lo- where I love the saying chapters. There's people that just are chapters in your yeah. life. I chapters love that. There's seasons. Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. That's I love that. That's yeah, awesome. And it doesn't, it's, you don't have to go reread it. Right? I got to, I got to, I got to, I got to sit there. So look, um, my daughter, and this is how mature my daughter is. My daughter super popular especially in elementary so she went to middle school and boom she's right back to zero again you know how it is mm-hmm. you start over yep. it's, it's like life you know every every it's high yep. school as an adult every day you know what i mean so <laughs> the thing is she had a good friend of hers and for some reason just because her friend went to a different school she told her hey we can't be friends anymore because we're going to different schools and my daughter didn't take that lightly wow her parent, her mom didn't know about it. Her mom is fucking awesome, too. You know, they, they, she's a great kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so my daughter got over it. Anyway, her mom reached out saying, hey, you know, such and such would like to give her a number, this and that. And then my wife just told her, like, hey, you know, your daughter said, hey, you know what I mean? They just talked as women. Right. And, um, you know, she said, OK. She called back again. A month went by and said, hey, did Zoe, you know, she's asking about her. And, you know, my wife went and talked to her and Zoe, my, my daughter's like, nah. Like, once you once she did that to me, I can't even, you know, give you none of my time anymore. I got too much right. other shit I'm doing to even, <laughs> like, entertain what you got going over there. I was giving you my friendship already. Yeah. Going to your birthday parties. I was having you over for sleepovers. They was cool. I thought I was shocked, but I was just like, Zoe... That's life. That's gonna happen to you again. I yeah. promise you. You know what I mean? So Yeah, it's, man. It's 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 good example. I mean, think think about it. Like I, I'll be straight up with you. And, and this and this mm. is one thing I always told my kids. And Rodney, uh, you should tell uh Trinity this and, and whoever's transitioning. 
the funny thing is, is your childhood friends are probably going to be some of the people that are still your friends through all of your transitions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One. And two, you're only going to find one or two friends, maybe three, after you graduate high school. If you're lucky. If you're lucky, don't like it. And, 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 and you know what? It's easier now because you got Facebook and you got all the it social is. media. It um, is. So you could just kind of communicate it. And, and, and yeah, you could actually pick and choose who you want to speak to. Because if you really go hard at somebody from high school, you'll probably make a connection. Yes. You, know, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's 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 out there. Yeah. So, because yeah. my, my daughter, my daughter had a real school. problem with friends in college and, and, and high school. And it was kind of like, yo, your base is who your friends are really going to be. Half the people that you call them friends now, you won't even know them by the time you're 25 or 30. Yeah. <clears throat> well, nah, was, was, felt like you was about to say something, Matt? Yeah, no, nah, I agree. I said, no, nah, I said, I, I agree with it. You know, I mean, your core friends, but I mess with so a lot of good people who I definitely call friends. A couple people I call brothers, like after high school, like you said, it's not going to be a lot, you know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? There's a lot of people who I went to high school with, like you said, you don't even see them no more, but they was just associates. But like the people who I really mess with in high school, we still talk, talk to till this day. So yeah. it, it is that that's true, but back to the question with an enemy though i can't say i've had no many that many like true true enemies in my lifetime i done you know had some beef with people i done threw hands with people um when we was in high school middle school but then as we got older i see them and like oh what's up they they not my friends but they cool like i ain't like we trying to fight again now that we older, you know what I'm saying, or nothing like yeah. that. And there's people who I could say I probably didn't really like in high school, but then I bump into them at the grocery store or something like that, and then it's like, oh, it's good, you know what I mean? And like, I, cause I don't, I ain't holding no grudge. It was just for whatever reason. It probably was something stupid, you know, why we, why I didn't, that's quote unquote, like the person. Um, but I couldn't really say like a true enemy becoming a, a friend but like you said like I'm, I'm not the type of person to hold grudges for real for real and i can't say i really had anybody to ever do anything to me to to that point man where i felt like uh like they betrayed my my, my trust because i don't really let that many people into my inner circle anyway you know what i mean to to kind of allow that to happen um but yeah, once they're an enemy, man, yeah, I, I doubt if you can be your best friend. Like, I ain't going to be your best friend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might not want to kill him no more, but you like, yeah, I ain't going to be your best friend, though. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I just wanted to bring that up real quick. Now, I had, well, the only closest thing I can think of was when me and my brother fought, but we was brothers and shit like that, you know, this, that, and other. We got into a big argument, huge-ass argument and shit. Didn't talk to each other for like a couple months, but then we made it back up, and now... He is my best friend, you know, but I don't think brothers really count. The only other thing I had, uh, you know, they was Bro talking about brothers this fights be crucial, though. Yeah, brothers oh, yeah. fights be crucial. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, cool. good friend fights be crucial too. Don't get it yeah. twisted, like. Mm. Yeah, I mean, because be like there's no mom and dad involved. Is is different on yeah. brother's side. It's 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 different, you know. So I I, I only say that because. I don't I don't have the issue. I'm the big brother, but man, brothers be fighting like shit. 
<laughs> if they close, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. You know, you close to somebody, you know, there's stuff about them that you're not gonna like. It's gonna irk you. You know, it's inevitable. Yeah, the biggest uh, conversation, unfortunately, that they had that I kind of made sense wasn't anything that that we could um, what you call it because we've all been with our wives for a long period of time. But like the the one dude, this one dude called it called up on the show when they was talking about the meat meals, John. He was like, yeah, he was like, you know, my my baby mother got with another dude, you know, and then you know that dude hears all this stuff that my baby mother say about me, and I came to the house and you know he flexed. And he was like, yeah, and we fought outside. Then after that, we had a conversation about, you know, I'm, you know, because he had a daughter. He's trying to be a part of her life. I'm just like, I'm just trying to be part of my life. And he was like, and we we hashed it out. He was like, nah, that nigga my best friend. <laughs> like, now he, he makes sure he the daughter be ready when I want to come pick her up. Everything. He'd be like, yo, you know, we going out of town. You want to keep her for an extra weekend? He calling me to give me more time with my daughter. And how he was that, like, yo, that's that, that, you know. that sounds like mutual respect. You know what I mean? I think you gotta you gotta make sure, you know, if you're not gonna be there, who, whoever's around your child, you know, you wanna know who that is. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what he said. He was like, you know, he said I was like, Yeah, I, I would I would I would, this, I would fake it. Was. I would fake that just to do that if I was in that situation. No, but he was like, you know, so yo, I mean, we, yo, we saying, best I'm friends. Saying, that's yo. the closest situation. <laughs> yo, get my daughter ready. Yo, get my daughter ready. Yo, make sure you know what I'm saying. Hey, man. Yo, pick me up but some after... new points. You know what I'm saying? Where you go. <laughs> hey, hey, but after a while, Doug, I mean, I can see how it could happen because if y'all both have the same mutual goal, you know what I'm saying? Then you can let anything, anything that happened in the past go go by if you got the same mutual goal. Yeah, but that don't mean you're best friends. I mean, Roddy, you know my personal situation. Well, I mean, yeah, I got that, but I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying they were best friends, but he became a friend to this guy because he was helping him spend time with his daughter that even a baby mother wouldn't let him help. You know, wouldn't even help him. You know what I'm saying? So when when a person does that for you, they got to be some type of friend. They ain't gonna be your enemy. You know what I'm saying? So I mean that's that was the only thing I respected. I I could have respected out of that, but you know I'm I'm one to hold a grudge. I've been working on grudges for a long time, so you know. Yeah, but Korean, I, I, a, I hold I hold grudges. A Korean saying is, if you have one best friend, you're you have a lucky life. If you have one friend, not best friend, just if one friend in general in in your life, you're blessed. Like you're blessed beyond means. You know what I mean? Agreed. So, that's, so Agreed. there's because there's, there's more people without friends. Than there are with friends. Agreed. There's people yeah. that think they have friends and they have no friends. I know I yeah. got at least two shovel friends, bro. So I'm good. You know what I'm <laughs> I got two people in this world I can call and say, bring the shovel, and ain't no questions gonna Man. be asked about what's going on. Man. You know what I mean? So it ain't snowing and, and, so and long. Right. We ain't had no we ain't had no snow in so long. <laughs> we, we, my kids, my kids don't even know what that feel. I'm like, yo, we used Fancy to get like talk about snow. We used to get we ain't ice. about snow, dog. We ain't talk about snow. We ain't shoveling snow if we bringing that shovel. We digging, the, we digging a, a six foot ditch. Oh, but I see we, we build. I see. What we build, but we go. I got you. I got you. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah, but that sounds. Y'all like, think y'all think it's small. That, y'all gotta better, think other ways. Yeah, that's, <laughs> hey, that's better. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He called me bring a shovel. I ain't gonna look at the weather. 
the shovel, the shovel, the shovel. That's that's too much evidence. You know, you gotta, you know, it was, it was a car accident. Sorry for your loss. You know? <laughs> All right, fellas. So we're gonna get ready, get to the last topic of the day, which is unfortunately uh our picks, which we ain't hit a goddamn <laughs> pick yet. Last week. Yeah. Shit. And I went up and I listened to Vance AGT, so you're going to have to help me with my picks this week, because I can't listen to Vance, because I followed <laughs> him last week, and that motherfucker was all wrong. Talk about, <laughs> what, 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 remember last week he was saying, uh, the motherfucker from Green Bay, what's, what's the quarterback or whatever? Jordan, Jordan Love, Love dog. He came yeah, out. He was like, he he was like Jordan story. Love is the new Quarterback, my man is the new everything. He's gonna he gonna go out there and light them up. Man. This, that, and the other man. Right, he's he's good. He's good. Oh, good. He, I mean, he going through like dog. He's good. He yeah. was gonna murder. He's good. He's gonna like, be all right. Yeah, I think. We, I think. We, I think. We, by we him being just, listen, no, listen. By him being behind Aaron Rodgers, he's gonna be good, bro. He's gonna be good. He's he studied that man. He Aaron Rodgers helped him out. You see how Aaron Rodgers is on. If y'all ever, if y'all watch the uh, HBO shit for the uh, Hard Knocks, Aaron Rodgers yeah. cool as shit, man. He was helping his teammates out, so you already know. Yeah. Everything else is just show. Yeah. So he he probably helped Jordan Love out. He probably didn't do a Brett Favre. You know what I mean? So he looked good. He looked like Aaron Rodgers out there, man. Yeah, he, he, he got, got some flashes. Rogers this week. Nah, I'm not saying. Well, actually, Aaron Rodgers had bad games. Go back and look at his rookie year. This is like his first year starting. So, I think yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers rookie, his first year starting, he was he wasn't that great because Pittsburgh is the most is the biggest shocker, bro. It really is, bro. Yeah, Pittsburgh is. I'm done with Pittsburgh, bro. Now that Houston loss, was I'm, dro- I'm, I'm dropping yeah. their defense. <laughs> That Houston loss was that Houston loss was ridiculous, and Pickett is playing like some trash. Like they're dogging my man over at the Jets, yeah, and Pickett, they got blown out. Yeah, yeah, and Pickett is over there trashing it up. Did Arizona right, win? Vince, let's go. Let's get ready. To go with our no. five picks for this week. Okay. Oh, we had a recap last week's bets, right? We lost everything. I don't even remember if I put them in. Hey, GT, you got? The I thought we two. won Baltimore, didn't we? Or did we pick Cleveland? Baltimore uh, fried them. I think I went Baltimore. Yeah, I think Baltimore you did. Fried them. What I else think we, we went Baltimore? Oh, we missed everything else. Like it was a wrap for everything. <laughs> nah, else. We I think went, y'all, we y'all picked Chicago or we, Denver. We picked um. We only Eagles. do five games, so we oh, only picked. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I say we had picked the Eagles, didn't we? Yeah, we, we did. did. Pick the Eagles. That was yeah. it. Yeah, that was it. We hit anything else. Don't worry about it. Let's go ahead and go into this week. So what's the five games, man? All right, here we go. Uh, Chicago at Washington is Thursday night, just FYI. Uh, Chicago plus seven. It's in Washington. You know I want Washington. Of course. I take that, too. Boss, what you feel? Chicago, Washington. You got Washington? Mm. We just picking winners. We ain't doing the point. Oh, okay, okay. They ain't doing the point. Yeah, Yeah, I pick Chicago. You think Chicago going to win? Chicago. Yeah. Chicago? Seriously? Yeah, you gotta understand uh, they about to play Thursday night. They had a pretty long that game was crazy against Philly. So they yo, they they beat true. up. Chicago had a good game. They just yeah, lost they at the end. Chicago had their so first fired the up game. So did the so did the Commanders. They had a great bro, game. Bro, yeah, I know. I I exactly, exactly. So <laughs> bro, I'm going wild. I think so I just I'm, feel I'm like they do for mind. they do for a win. They're gonna win one. No, what's next? They ain't, uh, ain't going to do it against Washington. I'm trying, I tried to pick the E. Jacksonville at Buffalo. 
plus five for Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo. All right. That's an easy one. This one a little hard because Cincinnati at Arizona. Cincinnati been playing like trash, though. I'm going to go Cincinnati. (laughs) I'm going to go Cincinnati, too. It's just Arizona defense be suspect. So, so T. Higgins is going to be out, so I'm expecting some more action from uh, Jamar Chase. Yeah. All right. I think Cincinnati. Uh, what about what back. about you, Matt? You got Cincinnati. Yeah, I think they should have a bounce back. I, I want to go with. Yeah, nobody believes in Josh Dobbs, man. Nobody believes in Josh Dobbs. They don't. He's yes, balling, y'all. He's balling. <laughs> Pittsburgh drafted him, yeah. Yo, they need him now. That now they need him, man. They do. All um, right. What's next? The Jets at Denver. Mm, man, that's an ugly game. Right there. <laughs> you know what? Hey, you know no, what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I think, that's, I'm gonna go, go, think that's an easy. I'm gonna, go, win. I'm gonna go Broncos. Yeah, let's ride. I think Denver gonna win. All right, going Russell. Yeah, that's a full. I don't what like else? that joint either. Go Denver. Uh, Philly at the Rams. Mm. Hmm. Rams plus three and a half. I think yeah. Philly gonna beat them. Yeah, I'm gonna go Rams. You gonna go Rams? Yeah, I'm gonna go Rams. I say five and no. If 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 Philly Philly gonna struggle against uh, the Redskins like that, yeah, they're gonna have problems with Puka. But they they didn't really struggle. The division game, yeah, it was it. And and they didn't struggle. I didn't watch. I didn't watch the game to call it out, but I saw the score and I was like, okay. Nah, but it wasn't. It shouldn't have. It shouldn't have been like that. It shouldn't have been that close. It really wasn't. It was. They scored too early. Like it is it, what it was. Like I got you. What's game, name? Though. Washington couldn't stop him in the second half. I was gonna say Ron Robinson had a good game. He did. Yeah, he was running. But around. Washington couldn't stop him in the second half, yeah. and then like Robinson almost gave... caught that joint up. It, right, exactly. That so he, he, he did. did. He did. Yeah. And somebody else got the touchdown. Yeah. Right. McLaurin somebody else got hopped on that joint. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's why McLaurin's right, numbers went up. Damn. Yeah. So we doing Eagles Rams. Got Philly. Yeah, I got the Rams. Where is that? Right. It's, it's in LA. It's in LA. It's in LA. I'm gonna take the Rams. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. I don't see them going five and no. They was they, they was undefeated last year, so they could. They could. Redskins actually upset them last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They almost did it. Yeah. Well, we going Rams then. You no. got the Rams too? I'm going off of GT's pick, man. Yeah, I want the Eagles, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take his pick and go ahead. Yeah, because I can't you. listen to none of y'all. Y'all motherfuckers ain't got me no money. <laughs> you, you pick. You pick the Redskins. Yeah, but I I wasn't going against my skins. So that wasn't gonna work. <laughs> Not against the Bears. Shit, they they played like hell last. You week, Didn't man. you go against them last week? Didn't you pick Philly? That was uh, yeah, yeah, but that was different. Yeah, that was different. That was uh, I knew that Philly was gonna win, and they still almost won that shit. So sorry, right. it makes. It makes Never the odds know. a lot better anyway with I the Rams. Mean. I take the Rams over Philly. I think Philly gonna uh I don't Nobody. think Philly gonna Yeah, y'all sleeping on Philly, bro. Philly good. You sleeping you yeah. sleeping on Philly. Philly and good. You did, and, and, and trust me, because you know I don't like the command. I, I ain't sleeping on Philly. I ain't yeah. but the now, command but is all, the commander's offense is a lot as, better. As long as play, as long right? as Philly gonna be as good as long as Jalen Hurts is whatever Jalen Hurts is doing. Their offense. I'm glad they 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 came back the way they did after they 
snuck it up against yeah. Their, their offense is, they got is so decent. many weapons. They got yes, so they many do, weapons, like, offense and defense. First of all, their offensive line is stacked. And then you got DeAndre Swift having a breakout year. Yes. You got two studs, two number one wide receivers. So, and then Jalen Hurts is a cheat code because he can do that QB sneak. And yeah, he's he's tough, man. He's tough. Like, fairly legit, bro. He's a better thrower than Lamar is. I'll tell you that right now. Thank you. Now you're making me go Thank back to you. the Eagles, man. But you are now the you're first person. I'm a Ravens person. fan. I can say that. He's not hey, Lamar, no. though. He's I'm not saying Lamar. He, even with all he's saying about the Eagles, he's still picking the Rams next week. He yeah. is. But yeah, 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 I, I agree with yo, him Puka. on the whole Lamar thing. That's a whole nother topic. Because everybody be down my throat when I say Lamar is a trash QB. But... He's a good football player. He's a good football player. Yeah, Chico. But if he, but if he got to throw the ball to win, no, y'all not, sure. No, no, no. He can throw the ball. Yo, did you see him? He was throwing the ball. Listen to me. If he has to think too much, we lose him. It's sure. just, it's just, it's just. Yo, he just run the ball, yo. When everything is, just run the ball, bro. Just that, run, that, yeah. and, and I don't sit, that. don't sit there in the pocket. Don't but sit his there arm just is not gonna, His arm is not gonna beat you. It, so he got him. He got the yeah, power in his arm. I think it's got, about yeah, I don't think it's reading not, the defense. It, exactly, like that, things like exact. That. that it's more like if arm. he has that's, to that, you, that's a QB, fellas. No, but I mean, but yeah, yeah but you, when you say the arm, I know what you mean. That's that's but like you just got to simplify it, yo. If nothing's there, boom, put it in and cuff it up. Yeah, go, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Like RG, that's like RG three had a can. Yeah, Alex Smith for shit. Throw the check down. I'll be like, yo, I be I'll be watching the game and be like, Lamar just want people to touch his shoulders and shit. Like, yo, he just wait till they get there just to tap him on the shoulder. I'll be like, yo, you could could have been gone, yo. Just come on, man. They not getting open. You know what I'm saying? They covered. Yeah. But that, yeah. he's a he, yo. It's hard, yeah. Yo, he's a cheat code, man. I'm telling you, Lamar. If he just yeah. plays like they himself, gonna, they gonna be there though. They gonna they they gonna be there at the end. You they think so? The playoffs. Yeah, no yeah. business. No, hey, no. What you got? But what you got to understand is the minute they get in the playoffs, you know what teams gonna do to them? They're gonna create a wall. They're not gonna rush upfield, and they're gonna make his ass throw the ball. Hundred percent. And that's exactly when the Ravens gonna lose. But see, I think no matter what, you can't create that wall against Lamar. He just has to figure that out. Like you can sit there forever in the pocket. There, there. No matter how much they're aspiring on you, he's just that good. He's faster than any <laughs> linebacker. He's fast. You know, he's right. You gotta put a quarterback on him basically to, to catch up with him and slow him down. So, and but he the- don't. He don't even look like he'd be moving fast. He just. He's. Madden, he is yeah. one of the best athletes at the position ever. But the problem is, is when the playoffs come, the defenses are going to tighten up, and he's going to have to throw the ball. Man, and the if o- he Orioles going to win ball, the World Series this year, and the Ravens going to win the Super Bowl this year. I'm saying it right now. I understand it. Here we go. It's a good year from Baltimore here right here. Go. I'm saying it right now. No, like if if everybody don't understand that the Atlanta Braves are about to win the World Series, they about to yeah, throw they everybody did. in the playoffs. And right, I'm talking fellas, about everybody. We're gonna get ready in the show, brothers. We're gonna get okay. ready in the show, and uh, you know, it was a good conversation. I appreciate y'all coming out and enjoying this. Uh, you know, having this conversation with me today about graduations and on to the next topic. Next week, you know, we'll be us, fellas. We'll we'll we'll. we'll 
we talk about our, our technology, our money and entertainment. I got a, I got something I definitely want to bring up uh, for the for a main conversation too. Um, I don't know if y'all have heard that Kirk Franklin um, mini movie he's made about his life now meeting his father at fifty three. But I, I I thought it was something that we could talk about the forgiveness factor and and re evaluating your whole thought process because of everything that has happened in your past, man. But we, we'll get into that next week, fellas. Um, I appreciate y'all. This is Dad Mentality. You can catch us on all platforms. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. It's Dad underscore Mentality. Make sure you like and subscribe. And, man, thank y'all. God bless and good night.